BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You know, Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Now, qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and, of course, mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean and claim your eligibility for free, your brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, it's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, and switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, uh, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. The U.S. government economic team feels is that the economy has a very strong basis. Our recovery has been incredibly strong on most measures. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 241. Day 241, 254 days, and we're the only ones talking about it because Joe and the mob, the media, they turn the page. Unbelievable. Um, Our thoughts, our prayers out to the families. At least 10 people shot, six others injured after a man wearing a gas mask opened fire through some type of smoke canister aboard a, a moving New York City subway train during rush hour on Tuesday morning. We'll have a lot more at the top of the next hour in terms of any developments that break with this. 
The shooting prompted a massive law enforcement response to uh, Brooklyn, New York, Sunset Park neighborhood manhunt for the suspect. There's got to be cameras and video of this guy. Uh, the individual is still on the loose as of now. And they're looking for a guy about five feet, five, 180 pounds, wearing a, a, a green construction vest during the attack, according to officials. And the chaos caught on video photos started at 824 in the morning. There's some very, very graphic video taken uh, by people in the subway at the time. Suspect was in the train car. The shooting began in the train car. As the train was pulling into the station, the subject then put on a gas mask, opened up a canister that was in his bag, and, and the car began to fill in with smoke. Um, none of the wounded have life-threatening injuries, so we are told as of this hour, and this isn't being considered an act of terrorism. I don't know why they're always so quick to say that. That doesn't make any sense to me. How about we don't know? We don't, yeah, well, there's nothing wrong with saying we don't know, you know, but they, they like to almost immediately say, no, this is not terrorism. Um, it does bring up the same old issues about law and order and safety and security. It does bring up the fact that New York City caught, cut $1 billion from the NYPD uh, for police officers, just like Los Angeles. She, Kamala Harris cheered that on, uh, just like she you know, promoted on, I guess, Twitter, social media, the bail fund after the police precinct in, in Minnesota was burned to the ground. You know, there's, there's no committee looking into the 534 riots that killed dozens and injured thousands of cops and caused billions in property damage. No, not one, not one official. Nobody cared. They only care about one riot. We condemned all riots. That's what we did in real time on this show. So uh, why it's not being investigated, why they're so quick, the New York PD commissioner, this attack is not being investigated as terrorism. Why don't we just wait and see? Because we don't know the answer to that yet. Not really sure why. Um, that then, therefore, well, first let me start with Joe Biden. You know, this is sad to me. I just love this country. I really, with all my heart, I think it's the greatest country God ever gave man. And I, I believe that America as the ideal, that, look, no country is perfect. There's no perfect people. The good book says... All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. <clears throat> a, a righteous man will, will sin 70 times, seven times a day. That's pretty remarkable. You know, you think of a God that knows how many hairs on your head are counted. In my case, he counts. He can separate the black and white ones from the color of my hair. But you get my point. I mean, it's the majesty of creation. We're just blessed. And it's not the norm around the world to have this type of liberty and freedom. An opportunity. And it's sad to watch it, you know, watch everything that's unfolding before us and know, knowing that we can prevent all of it. We didn't have to run out of a coronavirus test over Christmas. We, we didn't need to run out of monoclonal antibodies after Christmas. We didn't need the disaster at the border in the middle of a pandemic and kids in cages. We didn't need to end the stay in Mexico policy. We didn't need to bring back catch and release and then turn it into catch and process and transport anywhere you want. And by the way, we'll give you special considerations. Uh, you're not going to need a COVID test and there's no vaccine mandate for you. So if you're an illegal immigrant, 
you get treated better than anyone else. You know, we didn't need this this high cost, soaring cost and energy. I'll get to the economy in a moment. All of this could have been prevented. We didn't need to artificially reduce the world supply to give in to this this climate alarmist, religious cult, new Green Deal socialism. You know, it's it's just sad. We did not have to have the disastrous withdrawal out of Afghanistan. You know, where we are capable of so much more. And we were really well on our way. So it's sad to me. Where did I see this? I saw it on Mediaite. At Stan Abrams' website, um, they're actually pretty fair to me most of the time. Sometimes they take their shots. It's fine. But anyway, Saturday Night Live, they have their own version, I guess, in Saudi Arabia. And anyway, Saturday Night Live can't figure out how to do a funny skit about Joe Biden because they would never dream of doing to Biden what they did to Donald Trump with Alec Baldwin every week for four years. Over in Saudi Arabia, the Biden Media Protection Squad, there's no jurisdiction over there. They don't like what Joe Biden is doing with Iran. Donald Trump was able to pull off the impossible. He united the United States, Israel, Jordan, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, and the Emirates to stand up and and intelligence sharing and the Abraham Accords, all of this in motion, all against Iranian hegemony. And Joe wants to make the Iranian mullahs rich again so that they can import their oil. Somehow, it must be better for Mother Earth to import oil from Iran, Russia, Venezuela, or OPEC than it would be to drill for our own oil and have, which would have such benefits as our national security would be impacted greatly in a positive way. We wouldn't need to rely on foreign sources of energy, the lifeblood of the world's economy. It'd create high-paying career jobs. We can now produce energy that we could take over. You know, the supplying of of NATO allies and Western European allies. That would that would be great for our economy. Wouldn't have all the bad news. But it's sad to me, you know, they don't have a Biden media protection squad, no jurisdiction in Saudi Arabia, and state-run television in Saudi Arabia just mocking Joe Biden as an as a sleepy old dolt in this comedy skit depicting him and and Vice President Kamala Harris. Added a, aired on a station owned by the Middle East Broadcasting Center, MBC, a conglomerate owned by Saudi Arabia's government, begins with Biden and Harris walking on screen in front of a lectern as cameras flash and, and can be heard popping. Biden points off screen as if to members of the crowd. He then walks off stage, but Harris has to pull him back to the lectern. And then the rest of the sketch is Biden saying, thank you very much. Today, we got to talk about the crisis in Spain. Harris taps him on the shoulder, whispers in his ear. Yeah, no, no, no. We have to talk about the crisis in Africa. Harris then taps and whispers again. Yeah, Russia. I want to talk about the president of Russia. Harris then whispers in his ear again. Putin, Putin, listen to me. I have a very important message to you. Nudge, Harris nudges him awake again. And the president of China. Oh, I didn't finish Russia. Harris says, no, sir. Thank you for correcting me, First Lady. Do you get it? They figured it out. This is what I've been saying from the beginning. It was so obvious to us. We've been pointing it out. Nobody wanted to dare touch it. The media mob put him in the presidential candidate protection program. Now he's in the presidential protection program. You know, it was. It's, how embarrassing is it the White House is not currently planning a trip for Biden to Ukraine? Now, Jackie Heinrich works for Fox News. 
So she asked Glenn, uh, Jen Psaki about Biden saying, they wouldn't let me go. What do you mean they wouldn't let you go? You're the president. I, I can't take questions because if I do, they get really mad at me and everything. And I'm, I'm going to get yelled at. I can't take questions. They told me I'm not allowed. What do you mean you're not allowed? You're the president. Do what you want. You want to go to Ukraine like Boris Johnson and show support for Zelensky? Go do it. He doesn't want to go. He's not capable of of those types of that that type of strenuous work. It is embarrassing to me. It's humiliating to this country. You know, Biden saying the ghost gun crackdown should just is be the start on gun control. Oh, okay. Maybe he wants to read the, something called the Constitution because he might want to learn we have co-equal branches of government. We have a legislative branch. They're the ones that pass the laws. You get to sign them in the executive branch. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Um, anyway, as we predicted yesterday, inflation is at the highest it's ever been since 1981. It's even higher than we predicted. For days, the economic experts, they had been predicting the inflation number would come in at a staggering 8.4%. Somehow, Biden inflation, they managed to top it. Inflation now surging to a brand new four-decade high of 8.5% in March from the same month a year ago, driven by skyrocketing energy, food costs. Everything is costing more. This is, this is simple supply and demand. Joe Biden's adherence to climate alarmist religious cultism and new Green Deal socialism and his promise, I could pull it up, I'm promising you we're going to get off of fossil fuels. He promised to do it, and he's doing it, and it is killing the economy. It is hurting every American family, and, and I'll go over the estimates. If you look at the estimates, for example, of Bloomberg, average family, average household, it's $5,200 a year. So we have 8.5%. I don't know if you extrapolate it out. I'll do this in my head. I don't know if your household income is thirty grand. What does the Biden inflation crisis cost your family? Well, in my head, I'd say probably around $2,500 over the last year. Well, that's a mortgage payment for people. If you make fifty grand a year, it's not hard to extrapolate that out. You know, your standard of living is down probably like $4,200 a year. If you make seventy-five grand, well, now you're looking at cutting spending by, by $6,300 a year. If you're over hundred grand a year, Biden just cost you 8500 bucks, and maybe I guess your kids will do without summer camp after all. But it came in worse than expected. It's a new four-decade high, as the Wall Street Journal reported. The Labor Department on Tuesday said the consumer price index uh, last month rose at its fastest annual pace since December of 1981, up from 7.9% their annual rate in February. And rising prices have been unrelenting now with six straight months of inflation. And you can't lie because they're lying when they're blaming Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine because that didn't happen until the end of February. Nice try, Joe. These are March numbers. February 24th, correct me, Linda, if I'm wrong, was the day that Putin went into Ukraine. So we had already had months and months of record high inflation. We already had you know, soaring gas prices before Putin and Russia invaded Ukraine. These are huge lies that they're telling you so they don't accept any responsibility 
They don't want to admit that their climate alarmist religious cult New Green Dealism is a failure. They're not going to go back to the Trump policies of energy independence and being a net exporter of energy. So guess what? We're all paying the price. All of us. And and I really, you know, you think about it. I've lived paycheck to paycheck. For many Americans, this is now the choice between, you know, food, heating, cooling, homes. I mean, life's comforts are going to go away. Almost 60% of American households, what, two weeks ago there was a poll, a living paycheck to paycheck. It's not good. I've been there. It's not fun either. 941 Sean, if you want to be a part of the program, uh, you know, th- this is the hardest thing. And and this now gets down to, you know, Democrats, liberals, they have a monopoly of compassion on the poor. How do we know? Because they tell us that there's nothing further from the truth. You know, think about Donald Trump when what when Donald Trump ran, he actually said to minorities that historically, demographically have gone in very big numbers to the Democratic Party. What do you have to lose? Because the Democrats have failed every American in terms of law and order, safety, security, so you can pursue happiness. They have failed our public schools. It is a spectacular fail. What have they done to make the lives of average Americans better? You know, rising prices. They, they say they care about the poor. They have a monopoly of compassion on them and minorities, none of which is true because their policies don't work. Rising prices have been unrelenting six straight months of this inflation. Now we're headed into a recession, and that's it's it's years now before we're going to pull our way out of it. And then you're going to watch if Goldman Sachs is even close to being right with their prediction of 11 rate hikes in just two years. That's an unmitigated disaster. I mean, it's six straight months inflation above six percent, well above the Fed's average two percent target. You want to buy meat on top of the it's almost doubled already. Now it's up another 14.8 percent. You know, all right. I don't care what meat you buy. I mostly eat paleo. So I buy meat and it it is a discernible difference. I ran into a lady, Linda, uh, when I went shopping this weekend. Lovely lady. She's so sad. She lost her son to drugs with open borders. It's unbelievable. And this fentanyl crap. Yeah, I felt so bad deadly. for her. And and we then we started talking about the prices. I mean, she was visibly shaken. It's like they have no idea what life is like for the average person. And I just started thinking about it. Well, said, they don't you know care. What? They don't care. They really don't. Because their environmentalism comes first. Now that we made some money for our sponsors, let's go back to making the liberals crazy. The Handman is back on the radio right now. All right, 25 till the top of the hour. Uh, one Democrat is speaking out about this inflation issue. That's Joe Manchin of West Virginia. He's now openly, rightly blaming the Biden administration for letting inflation get this out of control. Their policies. He's from West Virginia. This is an energy state, coal we, and, and natural gas, like Ohio and Pennsylvania. And by the way, New York could be one, except they're too stupid uh, to open it up <coughs> in New York, uh, in uh, uh, upstate New York. Um, anyway, so the Federal Reserve, the administration, 
fail to act fast enough. He's right. Today's data is a snapshot in time of the consequences being felt all across the country. And he's speaking for the people of West Virginia. He's right. Instead of acting boldly, our elected leaders and the Federal Reserve continue to respond with half measures and rhetorical failures searching for where to lay the blame. It's not Vladimir Putin. We're making up special graphs just to prove to you the big lie is what it is. The big lie. Joe Biden ran. Do we have the cut of Joe Biden? He said over and over again during the campaign that he was going to eliminate, get us off fossil fuels. No more. Said it over and over and over and over again. You know, there's, uh, if, all right, let's play it. Go ahead. If we don't stop using fossil fuels, we're all dead. Doing away with any subsidies for fossil fuels, number one. Number two, holding them liable for what they have done, particularly in those cases where you're underserved neighborhoods and you, you know the deal, okay? And by the way, when they don't or when they're deliberate, put them in jail. Kiddo, I want you to just take a look, okay? You don't have to agree, but I want you to look in my eyes. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel, and I am not going to cooperate with you, okay? Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, we would, we, would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. He's promised it. Make sure we eliminate it. I guarantee you will end fossil fuels. Okay, now you see the result of it. An unmitigated disaster. By the way, you want to buy breakfast cereal? I don't eat breakfast cereal. I, I mean, I'm, I'm like, I eat now egg whites, spinach, and onions. <laughs> Linda's laughing. I'm, in, I'm just so into this paleo diet. It's working for me, and I, I eat mostly protein. I don't, I don't eat any carbs. I don't eat any bread. But how much are eggs now? How much is that costing you now? No, eggs are a, a fortune. It's astronomical. It's astronomical. That's a good point. By the way, you look at, if you like produce, for example, bre- breakfast cereal prices climbed 9.2% so far. in the last, that, Kids live off this cereal crap. I can't stand it, but they live off it. They love it. Cheerios, and I used to like Rice Krispies, Frosty Flakes. Frosty and, Flakes, uh, Fruit Loops, Corn Pops. No, Fruit Loops are disgusting. Lucky I don't Chums. know who eats Fruit Loops. I anyway, like Fruit that, Loops. Anyway, so those prices have climbed now the sharpest increase since 1989. I mean, this is madness. Uh, you, you look at everything. Burden, the burden of price increases like this is going to trigger a consumer pullback because they can't afford it. Richard Moody, chief economist, Regions Financial Bank, is an element of sticker shock when people go to fill up their tank or go to the grocery store. Lower middle income households are already having to make choices about what to buy because they're having to pay so much more for food and energy. Economists and invest, investors are looking for evidence. The inflation surge that started in early 2021 20, uh, is close to a peak. Now, Jim Cramer said, oh, we're near the peak. I could tell we're near the peak. You know what the problem is? Said the same thing. Said that back in February. No, we're not close. By the way, did you ever watch this guy, Matt, Jim Cramer, Mad Money? I don't have anything against him personally. Who would ever, in their right mind, take financial advice from him? I would never listen to that guy for financial advice. I, don't, I already don't trust Wall Street people anyway. I have a natural distrust of them. Do you ever watch this guy? 
I mean, it's, I'm like, <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking I'm just, at him. I'm like, he's ridiculous. That's why I'm guy? laughing. He's ridiculous. Wall Street Journal recession risk is rising. Economists say this is from yesterday. And and they went into great specificity and great detail. And the average probability of the economy in a recession in the next 12 months, you know, is very high. And then, of course, Bank of America, I told you about this yesterday, their warning and their weekly research note that inflation shock is worsening. Rate shocks, meaning interest rate shocks, are just beginning. Recession shock is coming. They wrote in a note to their clients. They're telling their clients straight up what's going on. The Federal Reserve signaled they'll likely start culling assets from its $9 trillion balance. This is None of this is going to be good. Lauren Summers. Now, he worked with Obama, chief, one of his chief economic guys. Yeah, he's points. He's been saying in recession now for, for months, and nobody's paying attention to him. But it's obvious where we're headed here. And rightly, the American people blame Joe Biden because it's, it's his adherence to this religious cultism that's causing all of this. You know, Federal Reserve economists say Biden's handouts actually drove inflation through the roof. I guess they're looking to place the blame elsewhere, too, because economists at the Federal Reserve released an analysis of the origins of this inflation crisis that's crippling family budgets from sea to shining sea, much to the disappointment of the Biden White House. Uh, Guess what? The name Vladimir Putin never came up. Four Federal Reserve economists cite D.C.'s pandemic-related cash handouts to explain why the U.S. inflation has been much worse than other nations. Now, remember... We still have no idea where the money went. Now, hopefully, when Republicans get back in power, we might be able to get an answer to that simple, basic, fundamental question. I mean, it is, um, I am seriously worried how bad this is going to get. And I'm not a warrior by nature. You know, Kramer's message to investors and the Fed, inflation may have just peaked. This idiot said the same thing in February. We'll play both. I'll play you. Play him saying the same thing in February. Good grief! Uh, oh, I've. Uh, but on the other hand, I saw this in the New York Post today too. Biden's Russian oil sanctions have put left Putin a loophole so big they could drive a Soviet tank through. Remember, I told you all those banking sanctions were total Adam Schiff, total BS, because they. All these Western European and NATO countries are reliant on oil and gas from Russia. Now, Putin's not going to deliver the energy unless he's getting paid. Well, the New York Post actually did a deep dive into this. Putin is now and Russia is now earning more from their energy exports than it was before they invaded Ukraine. And the ruble has bounced back to its pre-war value. Yeah. How's those crippling sanctions working, Joe? Anyway, Joe Biden on Friday signed two bills expanding U.S. financial restrictions on Russia, said Jake Sullivan, national security advisor. We keep working on additional ways to deny them revenue. Okay, none of it is going to work as long as Western Europe, NATO allies are utterly dependent on Russia's oil and gas and can't stop buying it because it's the lifeblood of their economy. And Joe Biden turned us from energy independent net exporter of energy into energy dependent once again and an importer of energy and a, a, a guy groveling to OPEC, Iranian mullahs and Venezuelan murdering thug dictators. Gee, great economic policies. Get this Bloomberg economics. They said Russia is going to earn 
$320 billion for, from energy exports this year, up more than a third from last year. Well, I didn't realize we had imported 600 million barrels of oil last year from Russia, but we did. Over at National Review, they pointed out Biden could have announced that the U.S. is aiming to replace Russia in the world energy markets uh, and undercut their prices. But they're not going to do that because Joe doesn't have the strength to stand up against his own radical left and his own party. By the way, even some guy, I don't even know who this this analyst is, Harry Enten, I saw it on Mediaite, um, was on fake news CNN and literally rips this lie from the Biden White House that um, it's their, their inflation woes are all about messaging. They blame Putin. They blame, let's see, they blame Trump. Uh, they blame the world marketplace. No, it's their policies that have done this. They caused all of this. This is their problem that they caused. Just like the border problem. We didn't need to have a border problem. Joe caused it by eliminating stay in Mexico, stop building the wall, and bringing back catch and release and turning it into catch, process, and transport. Because that's Biden's policy. How do you adjust your brain, Wall Street Journal, for 8.5% inflation? How do you do that? Rising, that means everything we buy in every store we go to is costing a fortune more. Americans, they're suffering in silence. I'm telling you right now that there are so many American families. This is real, and this is hurting them, and these policies are responsible for it. You know, if, if you look at everything you buy, forget it. You can't even get a used car anymore. You can't even find one. I mean, and now we're going to have another uh, interest rate hike. Great. How, that's going to be great for the housing market. You know, most people, the biggest investment is their home. What's going to happen to the housing market? Okay, except for states maybe like Florida and Texas, which are growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, it's going to mean, oh, okay, well, the, nobody can get an can afford the high interest payments. That'll drive down the prices of, of the, in the housing market. And then you're going to feel inflation there, too. I mean, because they screwed it all up. Uh, we're still watching, by the way. We'll have an update at the top of the hour on this morning's uh, subway shooting in Brooklyn, New York. Ten people shot, six others injured. Now, in there is an investigation going on. I, I've read it in so many places. I was hesitant to bring it up. I knew about it yesterday. But it's. I just want you to know it's going on in an indication that Russia intends to ratchet up brutality in Ukraine, there are reports, I'm reading from Axios right now, that an indication that there might be the use of chemical weapons that they might have. Pentagon, according to Axios, is closely monitoring social media reports claiming Russian forces deployed these chemical weapons of Mariupol uh, and Defense Secret uh, Department Press Secretary John Kirby said today, the original report was made on the Telegram, so we just don't know yet, and I don't like, I'm just telling you the chatter is out there. Uh, that rocket attack on that train station with only civilians. There's nobody else there. There were no, there were no soldiers there. A total of 50 killed, including many children. Uh, National Review reporting that over 10,000 civilians were killed in this attack where they wiped out the city of Mariupol. They wiped out 95% of the city. 
The mayor of Mariupol said yesterday that more than 10,000 civilians died. The mayor warned that the final civilian death toll could exceed 20,000 in a phone call with the Associated Press. But don't worry, Putin, maybe he's not as bad as we think. Oh, okay. Um, I found it odd, this whole Joe Biden thing. Um, Joe has no plans to go to Ukraine like Boris Johnson went um, because um, they, they won't let me go. What do you mean they won't let you go? I can't take your questions because they, they they won't let me. They get mad at me in the back when I go. I, I'm not going to get my ice cream. They promised me ice cream if I did good. It's unreal. Putin showing a lot of signs of paranoia as he's released 100 FSB agents in an apparent retaliation amid Ukraine invasion quagmire. Uh, it not going to play. Seems to be blaming his old colleagues at the Federal Security Bureau, in other words, the successor to the KGB, for the quagmire. The Pentagon is investigating, I said, these reports. You know, Fox's Jackie Heinrich grilled Saki about Biden saying they wouldn't let him visit. Do we have that cut? Has the president asked to go to Ukraine? I'm not going to get into private conversations. Uh, what I will tell you is we're not uh, currently planning a trip um, by the president of the United States to Ukraine. What is most important to the Ukrainian leadership is that we are expediting weapons and getting them the assistance and security systems they need. And that is what our focus is on. And who decides if the president goes to Ukraine or not? In what way? He had said when he was in Poland that he expressed interest in going to Ukraine, but they wouldn't let me. So I'm wondering who. I'm not going to get into private considerations internally on that front. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for for more details, Ronald Reagan cut taxes, cut government spending, and gave us peace through strength. Now you can celebrate this great president with a limited run, half-ounce silver coin from the top-rated precious metals company, Gold Co. All qualified listeners who visit HannityGold.com this week will get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. So go to HannityGold.com and get yours free while supplies last. That's HannityGold.com. Born from the tragedy of 9-11-01, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they made a promise to ensure that we never forget. And since then, they have been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. And that's heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Now, Michael Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. Now, he had enlisted in the military after graduating high school. He left behind a pregnant fiance who gave birth to a son that sadly he would never meet. And thanks to the generosity of listeners like you, Tunnel to Towers was able to pay off their mortgage on their family home, and that relieved the financial burden and brought that family stability. This is what they do every day. They help Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's catastrophically injured heroes, and they also help homeless veterans. We hope you'll join all of us here at Team Hannity and commit to 11 bucks a month. You do it by going to their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation.